0: Welcome to Life Devotions, and thank you for joining me today. Why am I in this body is the title of this devotion. Why am I in this body? Do you ever think about that? I know that we, our body has its appetites. you know. <laughs> why am I in this body? Oh, I can't wait to go eat. Or why am I in this body? I can't wait to go on the holiday or whatever else, you know. That, Often when, we, when I'm in this body, I'm gonna go shopping and get new shoes or new outfit. I don't have a problem with any of those things, nor does the Lord. However, I do believe that there is a higher purpose than these things. Jesus himself says in Matthew chapter six, don't worry, don't be all consumed with what you will eat or with how you will clothe yourself. I mean, look at the birds. They don't sow, they don't reap, they don't gather into barns, and yet your heavenly Father takes care of them. Are you not of greater value than the birds? Seek ye therefore first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things that you have need of in this life will be added to you. And that is such a good, position to take yes appreciate it when you can eat there's so many people who have no food appreciate it you can buy clothing when so many people can and all these other things be grateful and thankful for the temple blessings of this life and let let your heart be grateful for them but don't live for them live for God live why He gave you a body. You see, I find this scripture so inspiring for my vision of why I'm here and to help me stay on target and not get too distracted with the passing pleasures of this life. I appreciate them. I don't have a problem with them. When I see people have all nice cars, nice house, nice this, I'm happy for them. But I don't think that they're better or greater than somebody who I've visited who lives in a little tent who has nothing. I feel that they are just as blessed because the real blessing of of this life comes from the Lord. You see, the blessing of the Lord makes rich, the scripture says. And I so believe in this with all my heart. But this scripture here, helps me to stay on target for myself, for my own heart. And that's why I share it with you, because I think it's important that we stay on target, that we don't get gently pulled off and then we start having a dream that can never fully satisfy. Folks, the passing things of this life cannot fully satisfy. This life is compared in the scripture to a wilderness. And it's only a passing through but our real destiny is with God. And this is what the scripture says in Hebrews chapter 10, starting at verse 5. Therefore, when he, Jesus, came into the world, he said, Sacrifice and offering you did not desire, but a body you have prepared for me. In burnt offering and sacrifice for sin you had no pleasure. Then I said, Behold, I've come. In the volume of the book, it's written of me to do your will, O God. Previously saying, sacrifice and offering, burnt offering and offering for sin you did not desire, nor had pleasure in them which are offered according to the law. And then he said, behold, I've come to do your will, O God. And he takes away the first that he may establish the second. So when he came into the world, he said, a body you have prepared for me. You see, Jesus understood that this body that God prepared for him. And if you understand the scriptures, then you can see how powerful that truth is. I mean, God said to Abraham, in your seed, all the nations of the earth shall be blessed. And Galatians 3 verse 8 says that God preached it. The gospel to Abraham that in his seed all the nations of the earth shall be blessed. In Romans we learn the seed is Jesus. Jesus is the seed of the woman, the seed of Abraham, the seed of David. You'll find these scriptures in the Bible. And that body that was prepared for him, if you look at it, how... Mary and Joseph and how God gave a body for Jesus to come and he said I've come from my father I've come from heaven and he clothed himself Philippians 2 verse 5 6 7 you know through 13 he clothed himself in the body that God gave him to do what to offer it to God the first thought that helps you stay focused this body is not for mere food david says in that famous psalm 17 the wicked have their reward their belly is full of food but my reward is that i will see god face to face and i will awake in his likeness you'll find that in psalm 17 the body Is for the Lord, the Bible says here in 1 Corinthians, 1 Corinthians chapter 6. um, No, there it is, sorry. 1 Corinthians 6, he says, So do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have from God, and that you're not your own? For you were bought at the price. Therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. The body is for the Lord, it says here. And I think it's so important that you know and stay focused, my body is for the Lord. And it says here in Romans chapter 12, I beseech you therefore brethren by the mercies of God that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is the good, acceptable, and perfect will of the Father. You see, God would have us know, why am I in this body? So that I may offer this body to God to be the dwelling place of His Spirit, to be the habitation of His Holy Spirit, that he may be made manifest in this body. Jesus understood this. He said, a body you have prepared for me. And the Bible says in Colossians 1.19 and Colossians 2, verse 9 and 10, that it pleased the Father that the fullness of himself would dwell in that body. It pleased the Father. You see, friends, it pleases the Father to reveal all of himself, in you and me in our body it says here verse 19 i mentioned to you it says so that you can know and understand what is the immeasurable unlimited surpassing greatness Mm, that's beautiful but that's ephesians not colossians i was thinking wow that's powerful but that's not what i was going to read verse 19 for it has pleased the Father that all the divine fullness, the sum total of the divine perfection, power attributes, should, should dwell in Him permanently. That's Colossians 1:19. Then Colossians 2, verse 9 and 10. For in Him, in Christ, the whole fullness of the deity, the Godhead, continues to dwell in bodily form giving complete expression of the divine nature, and you are in him made full, having come to fullness of life in Christ. You too are filled with the Godhead, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, and reach full spiritual stature. Come on, my dear friends. Have a vision of something greater. Have a vision of something grandiose have the vision of God for yourself. For you were predestined, it says in Romans eight twenty nine, to be conformed to the image of His Son. And all those whom He predestined, people, human beings, He also called through Jesus Christ, who said, God so loved the world. And those whom He called, He's justified through the price of the shedding of his blood. And those whom he now has justified through the blood, he also glorified by giving them a shared glory with Christ in heaven. Or as it says in 2 Corinthians 3, 17 18, that we now are changed from one degree of his glory to another by his spirit dwelling in us. Now, today, we can begin to embody in this earthen vessel this treasure of Christ's heavenly life and that it becomes obvious to everybody that this life in us is not our own. That is your high calling in God. That is your high calling of God in Christ Jesus. That's for why He, why Christ took a hold of you so that he might give you the impetus of his love to press on to lay a hold of that for which he took a hold of you that you may become a body Holy, filled, and flooded with God Himself and friends. It's not the condition of the body that determines the glory thereof. It's the Lord. It's the Lord. When we think about the body of Jesus, we don't talk about how tall, how handsome, how beautiful. No. We talk about when you see me, you see the Father. For I'm in the Father, and the Father is in me. The words that I speak to you, I speak not of my own authority, but it is the Father who's in me who does the works. Here, come on, two more scriptures and then then we'll close with this, but listen to this. Isaiah 53, 53, the first two verses. Listen to this. Verse 2 For he shall grow up before him as a tender plant, as a root out of dry ground. He has no form or comeliness, that when we see him, there's no beauty that we should desire him. What made Jesus so beautiful and attractive was not his natural body, but was the indwelling life of the Father. The indwelling life of the Father. And for us who are so maybe caught up with what we look like in the natural right and i know we all can and i'm not saying there's anything wrong with you doing your hair nice and 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 taking care of yourself and dressing nice please don't misinterpret what i'm talking about and while those things really show a good attitude and good character and a good care of yourself What I'm interceding with is that you have a vision of something more glorious than what clothing or or makeup or hair or anything else could ever do for you, is that you have the vision of the beauty of His holiness, the beauty of His humility, the beauty of His meekness, the beauty of His presence and power to be fully manifest in you. The Apostle Paul says in Philippians 1 verse 20, he says, my earnest expectation, is that in nothing I will be ashamed of myself but that Christ will be magnified in my body so listen friends this body you know we work out we keep it in shape I mean I do I try to run three times a week, you know, I've just picked it up again. I hadn't done it for months. Virginia wasn't well and everything else, and I hadn't done it for months. To be honest, I didn't feel like it. You know, running is okay. It's getting out of the door and doing it, but I picked it up again and my body's, you know, and it's also, i try to keep my tummy down a bit. And running is one of the best ways for me to do it. And for me, in my now going up in 60s, to maintain that ability to run is easier than to regain it. So, if I can keep doing it at least once, two, three times a week, it will help me. And that helps me have a bit of strength as I get older. So, yeah, take care of the body. But what makes the body amazing? is not what is on the outside, but what lives on the inside. So listen to this in closing. The voice of one crying says, what shall I cry, Lord? What must I tell the people? He says, tell them, this is Isaiah 40 verse six. All flesh is as frail as the grass, and all that makes it attractive, its kindness, its goodwill, its mercy from God, its glory, its comeliness, however good, is transistory. Like the flower of the field, the grass will wither, the flower will fade. When the breath of the Lord blows upon it, surely the people are like grass. The grass withers, the flower fades. But the Word of our God will endure forever. Let your life be filled with the Word of God and with the spirit of the living God. And then no matter what the condition of the body is, maybe you have aches and pains, maybe it has issues, I tell you, that beauty of life will be so phenomenal, so beautiful, and it will, especially when you feel physically weak, shine even brighter for others to see that the life you live is not your own, but it's a gift of God. Amen. Have a good day.